You're listening to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. Youth ministry isn't easy, and you don't have much time. That's why this is a car ride's worth of content to help you reimagine, revive, and rebuild youth ministry. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. I'm Allie, your host, and today I'm joined by Daniel and a very special guest, Emily. Emily is one of our former students who just recently graduated high school and has been interning with us throughout the summer and the year. She is awesome, so we're lucky to have her joining us today because we are going to be discussing something that every youth minister either seems to love or hate and that Daniel and I are not experts at. And that is creating fun in your programs. But before we jump in, first, as always, what are you guys loving? Well, Ali, my trip recently was to California, and I love getting an In-N-Out burger. Mm, I think everybody has a favorite regional burger place, like Whataburger. A lot of people love. What's the place out here on the East Coast that people really like? Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Mm. Um, but In-N-Out is the burger place on the West Coast. It's so good. They like they just singe the bun a little bit, mm. and it's only burgers, burger. fries, shakes, and drinks. That's all they serve. That's all it is. Yep. Yum. Very nice. Mine also has to do with food. I have been loving Stacy's p- cinnamon pita chips. Have you guys ever had them? No. Never. I've had uh, the regular ones, but not the cinnamon. I love cinnamon on anything but these pita chips mm, they're just like the perfect snack oh so good i highly recommend i th- feel like you don't need them with like regular salsa but i feel like they'd be good like if it was just fruit salsa have you ever had fruit salsa? Oh, just yeah. fruit like no well now they make all those dessert hummuses too i bet they Ooh, would be, be good, good in that, that. i've never tried it i just like eating them on their own they're so good Hmm, so to try them. Emily, what are you loving? I've been loving the Orioles. Been um, to a bunch of games this summer, and they might not have the best record, yes. but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I was going to say, you might be the only one who's saying that right now. <laughs> you and the five other fans that, yeah, are, at the game. that are at the game. Yeah. <laughs> and do you have a favorite Oriole? Of course, Trey Mancini. Yep. Ooh, Did he make the good. All-Star team? I don't want to talk about that. He should have. He made my All-Star team. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Got a super fan. I love it. (laughs) All right. Well, today, as Ali said, we're talking about one of the things that we find most challenging in ministry, and that is how to have fun with our teens. Um, Admittedly, we struggle with this sometimes. We do have some strategies we're going to share with you today, but most of our small group leaders are adults. So we have parents and retirees. The majority of our small group leaders are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Even we have one small group leader in her 80s. And they are people who would rather stand on the side during the program and um, do most of the talking in small group. So we really have to work to set the stage for them to have fun with teens and really continually encourage them that it's really important to do stuff with your teens and to just not have any pressure um, before you get into conversations and have deep relationships. So we're going to talk about this and we have a few strategies for it today. We're going to share four things with you. Allie, what's the first? That first one is to simply play games, which sounds simple, but isn't. We spend a lot of time talking about our games here because we don't always get it right. And we've come to find that middle schoolers typically like games more than the high schoolers do. High schoolers like to socialize and talk. 
organizing them all into following directions, playing a big, large group game isn't really their thing. But sometimes it does. Sometimes it works out. And games can be in a variety of different ways. You can separate them into grades or small groups and have them playing something individually, or it can be a large group with everyone. You can pull a couple contestants up on stage. Sometimes it's a competition between all the small groups. Um, Sometimes it's just a couple individuals doing a race or something funny like that. We try to keep it fresh, and luckily there are so many resources out there. We love DownloadYouthMinistry.com. And there's also a ton of great ideas at thesourceforym.com. We try to keep the games related to the night's theme, and we aim it to bring people all together, to be doing something together, to have that common emotion, common fun together. So we've had a wilderness series, and one night we played Parks and Rec, which is a show. Um, I don't know what it was originally on. Now everybody watches it on Netflix, right? Um, but a funny Parks and Rec show. So we had that Parks and Rec trivia one week, and then another week we had the Wilderness Survival Challenge. Um, But we've tried to do a lot, try to keep it on uh, message and on theme and to make it fun for everyone involved. Emily, have you had a favorite game that we have played throughout your time in our program? Yeah, I've always loved the karaoke. It's just so fun getting up there, like all the energy that comes with it. Like you just get a couple friends and you get the crowd going. And personally, I like to pretend I'm someone else like Taylor Swift and just (laughs) channel my inner music star. (laughs) You did a lot of karaoke last year. We did. Because I like I'm personally the kind of person who doesn't like to go up on stage and sing karaoke, but I find it entertaining to watch. So even though not everyone's physically playing the game, they can still be involved in it by just being a part of the audience, singing along, laughing at the people <laughs> doing the karaoke. It creates a common emotion. It does. What's your favorite karaoke song? Do you have one? Oh, your probably go-to? One Direction. Any uh, One Direction song. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Typical. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first thing that we do to have fun is we play games. The second thing is that we have series contests. And we're still developing how to do this really well, but... We have a, a game that will go on through a series, and we'll do this typically during our hangout time before we really get our program started, and then hopefully we have a final champion at the end. So this gives students something fun to look forward to. It gives them a reason to come back, um, and for students that don't like to get involved in the big games that involve them going up in front of a crowd, they can participate in something like this. So one example that we did was a ping pong tournament. Um, we could also do video game tournaments. Um, we've done bracket challenges where we kind of have like the brackets out in the hallway and um, everybody's mm-hmm. following along with that. So we've done those the last couple of years for March Madness. Emily, have you done any of these tournaments? Yeah, I was in the ping pong tournament. We had like a bracket. We'd play a couple games each mm-hmm. week. And then finally we had a champion with like a giant trophy. And it was just fun to like look forward to. And you are... A very good ping pong player. <laughs> I don't like to brag, but I was the champion. <laughs> I was also pretty thoroughly impressed. And luckily, Daniel is pretty gifted with a chalk on a large chalkboard. So we get some good bracket designs, but you guys can do that yourself too. Whatever might be just a big poster board, but writing it out, having it out every week too, builds up that competition and camaraderie and everybody's looking to see who's playing next, who's still in it. They're watching even if they're not in the tournament. So all of that stuff is really fun about it. So we've got play games, 
series contests. And then another way to create fun is giving students freedom to have fun because some students prefer to have fun in their own way. And it might not necessarily be the large group games or doing something all together or playing in a ping pong tournament or anything else. Um, We have that hangout time at the beginning of our program where games are set up. The ping pong table, even if there isn't a tournament, is out and foosball is out and we is out. And they may prefer to do stuff like that just with a friend one on one or they have fun just hanging out and talking and catching up with their friend. You don't have to force anyone into the game. The point is that they're looking forward to something. So it might not be the large group game when we all gather and play together. It might be that they look forward to hangout time more, but that's where they're having fun. So there's something in the program for them that they do find fun. What's the most fun part for you, Emily? Um, I do like hangout time a lot because a lot of my friends that go to Uprising aren't in my small group, so I don't get to see them otherwise. But when I get there, the hangout time is just great because we get to catch up. And and they don't go to your yeah. school either. Right, yeah. Them, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. What did, what do you think most teens do during our hangout time? We like have food and we have all these different games. I guess everybody does something a little bit different. Yeah, but. yeah I'd see most kids just like hanging out and talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have basketball outside, which like a lot of guys end up playing. We have a gaga pit. We've done bingo. We've mm-hmm. done minute to win at games. Those tend to be a little bit bigger with the middle schoolers. Yeah. Something active. The high schoolers just, just kind of want to come like in and sit around. just like to chat and talk, mm-hmm. but I get it. I feel like that's what I would do too. Mm-hmm. I did like the minute to win it games though because like you would win a ticket and then mm-hmm. there'd be the raffle. It was just fun. All right. So number one way to have fun, play games. Number two, have a series contest. Number three, give students the freedom to have fun, just space for that. And then the fourth and final one is in small group, there's an opportunity to really um, dive in and have fun with a group that you know well. Um, so when compared to the beginning of program, small group can seem to be kind of like the lay low part of the night. It can even be, we use the B word here, boring. <laughs> um, but there are cha- ways to change that too. So if the discussion is, is leading somewhere um, for some of our, I think especially this is true for girls, but if it's an engaging discussion, that can be fun too. Mm-hmm. And you can laugh together. There's something biological that happens when you laugh that just helps people to relax and enjoy their time together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's important. Absolutely. We always talk about that in our messaging. Like it's important to make people laugh at some point, not to have them rolling around or anything, but it just helps you relax. Or lose them, but just a moment of yep. humor and connection. So if the discussion is leading somewhere um, and it doesn't quite follow the questions, that's okay. The questions are just a guide for us, but the students always have more fun when it's a natural conversation with each other. Yeah, we even do that with our podcast. <laughs> we have an outline and sometimes we go somewhere else with it. Um, and to throw in some jokes when appropriate. Everybody loves the funny small group leader, but it's good to stay on track. Emily, you had two very different small group leaders in your time in high school. Mm -hmm. One of them just liked to stay on the questions, go down the list. But the other one, Sylvia, she was hilarious. She had the Spanish accent that it just made everything funny. And she would throw in these jokes that it just like gave stories to tell other people too. It was just funny. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Those balance, the balance of small group leaders can be really important. Um, And then what we did this year, we 
figured about halfway through the year that we weren't really getting a lot out of the game time for the high schoolers. We kept it for the middle schoolers, but we reformatted a little bit. Our group was big enough that we actually broke them into grades and we had three different games for the beginning part of the night and we rotated them around. So we'd do the same games for three weeks and they'd get to play a different one each week, sixth graders in one room, seventh in the other, eighth graders in the third room. Um, But for the high schoolers, we ditched games altogether as part of the beginning of the night and we gave their small group a chance to go out for just a fun night. We didn't plan any Mm -hmm. program. We said, we're going to give you a couple of pizzas and you get to choose what to do as a small group. You can stay on campus, you can go off campus with permission slips, but you have to do it as a small group. So some groups went away and did escape rooms, which are really close to our church. Some did a movie, um, some did, I don't know, what did, what did other groups do? Hide and seek? They, the, there was a painting idea, like they had brought canvases and could paint something. I'm trying to think of what else. My group did a movie. Some we group went bowling. Went, yeah. They went off campus and went bowling. Um, but we just told them, have fun. Do something together. Um, and it was pretty successful. I think maybe two-thirds of the group really, two-thirds of the groups really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It was a good opportunity just for them to kind of get out of the typical rhythm of what we do every week and just be able to spend time, which we get a lot of our best feedback, which is the most often feedback too, is that, Students love small group time and leaders love small group. They want more small group time. So this was a night that we set out just to be able to connect with your small group. You have the whole time together. Do whatever you guys want together. And I think it was a success for sure. Do you remember what your small group did, Emily? Yeah, we had game nights. So we just brought, each of us brought our favorite game and we went around playing them. And then we ended up doing karaoke again. It's <laughs> great. There's a trend here, I <laughs> <Yeah>. see. <laughs> was that the night that Miss um, Debbie brought cake? Like oh, that cinnamon too. butter cake. It's so No, she, oh, she made like times, ice yes. cream sandwiches layered. At, what? Oh, it was so good. Uh, another yeah. perk of a small group leader if you're a great baker. Yeah. <laughs> another way to have fun yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Daniel, have you seen Well, I guess Emily, you just were our win, right? With that fun night. That sounds like a pretty good win right there. Yeah, we had another win during the year, too, with this. This was probably the best game that we did. Fortnite was kind of at its mm-hmm. apex. I think mm-hmm. it's sort of fallen off a little bit since then. But um, Fortnite was really popular at this moment. And all of the dances, the victory dances, everybody was doing around flossing and everything else. So we had a competition. We did a little video. Allie spent a lot of time doing <laughs> prepping the video for this. And it was of the people doing the Fortnite dances. And then we had a competition between two people and the audience cheered for which one they liked more and the visual was great. We had somebody captured on video that night, Um, but the game felt relevant and the teens really enjoyed it. And the audience got to participate, even though it was just a few people on stage. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we made it boys against girls too, which just Mm. adds to the camaraderie and the fun of it. That was a great night. That was a good game. Well, thank you all for joining us today on Uprising. We love you all very much. Join us next time where we will be discussing writing your own curriculum.